Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Living in this world damaged by evil, we can become consumed by life's circumstances, feel overwhelmed or underwhelmed, whichever the case may be. In the chaos and confusion, it can become difficult to see where God is in certain situations, even feel that God has abandoned us or even forsaken us. This is what happened to a man named Gideon. He lived at a time when his people were oppressed and impoverished by other people groups. His people lived in fear and did not want God. Yet God, in his great love, sent his prophet to speak to them. They had chosen to betray God and give their allegiance to other gods made by human hands. And everything associated with those gods, including the destructive forces of both those gods and their selfish desires, became the debilitating force in their life. Yet even in their rejection of him, God heard their cry and sent to them his prophet. Someone that had given their allegiance to him and would speak for him. So through his prophet, God reminded the people of what he had done for them and promised to them. So let's pick up the story. Judges, chapter 6, verses 8 to 10. That the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel who said to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt, and I brought you out of the house of bondage. And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all who oppressed you, and drove them out before you, and gave you their land. Also I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. So into this situation Gideon lived. His people had chosen their own way, giving their allegiance to the gods of the surrounding people groups and becoming one with everything associated with them. They were oppressed by them and living in fear and destruction. For Gideon personally, he had no social status or authority within his own people, community, or family. He felt so isolated and alone, unaware that God was with him, even in the darkest of situations. He questioned, Where are the miracles? Where is God in all of this? Why has God forsaken us? So God reached down into Gideon's darkness, right where he was at, to reveal the truth about himself and the truth about Gideon, all with the desire to set Gideon free. Let's continue. Judges, chapter 6, verses 11 to 16. 
Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the tabernacle tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash, the Abiezrite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress, in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valour. Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Gideon was so overwhelmed by the circumstances and lack of power that he had, he was not aware that God was with him. So the first thing the angel of the Lord said to him was, The Lord is with you. This brings truth, light and life into Gideon's reality. The Lord is with you. That is, the self-existing Eternal One who is ever-present, ever-knowing and all-seeing. He is with Gideon. Even with everything that Gideon is experiencing, and even though it blocks him from feeling or living in the truth of that reality that God is with him, the truth is, God is with him not only with him, but reveals himself in a way that Gideon would understand. In amongst it all, Gideon hears the voice of God and sees the angel of the Lord face to face. The angel of the Lord tells Gideon that the self-existing Eternal One is with him. And the self-existing Eternal One is the same yesterday, today and forever. He is the same one who delivered Gideon's fathers from the oppression and slavery and brought them out of Egypt. He is the Lord who made his mighty power known to his fathers, the Egyptians and all the world. The all-powerful one who brought judgment on the gods of Egypt, exposed their lies and deceptions and brought deliverance and freedom is with Gideon. Gideon is confused and questions why these bad things have happened, especially given that the Lord is with him. In response, the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? God spoke the most precious and intimate words to Gideon. In his doubts, chaos, 
and confusion. God is not only with him, but will be with him and bring deliverance and victory to his people through him. God honours Gideon by his presence, his voice, and the words that he spoke. Through the angel of the Lord, God said, You mighty man of valour. God declares over Gideon the truth of who Gideon is in his relationship with God. He is a mighty man of valour. This means a champion who is strong and powerful. God's words are the exact opposite to what Gideon believes of himself. As a result of how his own community sees him and his lack of social status within it, Gideon sees himself through the eyes of others and his adverse circumstances. Yet God is greater. He personally promises Gideon, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. In the beginning and throughout the ages, when God speaks, it is so. God spoke light into the darkness and there was light. So to Gideon, he declares through the angel of the Lord, I am with you and will continue to be with you. For God is greater than any circumstances, false perceptions of self, and whatever status we have in this world. To think that the one who has and was and is before the beginning, the one who created heaven and earth and all things good, is with someone in this world damaged by evil, in these mortal bodies, is truly amazing. God so desires to be with us, personally and intimately, all because of his love, his love so deep. And his love for us is not a human love. It is a perfect love. It is a selfless love that is greater than any circumstances, social status or perceptions of this world. God makes himself personal and declares the same to us today. He states, I am with you. This world is damaged by evil. It is wearing out like a garment, in constant turmoil of trying to restore its equilibrium. The earth is groaning and cries out and waiting for its salvation. When Jesus returns and evil is totally eradicated, the earth will be renewed and we also will receive the fullness of our salvation which we already possess. We will receive our glorified bodies that never get sick, never wear out, and never die. To all who have received him throughout the ages, he is with us and has made his home within. In these mortal bodies that too wear out like a garment, God declares to every disciple, I am with you. Regardless of the circumstances of this world, 
God is within us. He lives in you and he lives in me. Every disciple of Jesus carries his presence into every situation. I am reminded of a time when I had a conversation with a disaster relief worker. He was sharing his experiences of being amongst complete destruction and desolation. And he was questioning, where was God in all of this? As he walked through the decimated community and region, he was overwhelmed with helplessness and sorrow. And God spoke to him very clearly. He said, I am within you. Not only is God with us, but he raises us up in relationship with him. In his power and authority we are victorious. When the resurrected Jesus was about to ascend back into heaven, he made a powerful statement of this very fact. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. In Jesus' new resurrected glorified body, he stated that all authority in heaven and on earth belonged to him. That is power and authority of the entire cosmos, and not just here on earth, but heaven also. The two spheres become one in Jesus, heaven and earth, where all power and authority belongs to God, and he chooses to use his power to serve others. He gives all of himself to us, and out of his great love, gives us a part in his healing and renewing mission. And most of all, as we journey through this life, he is with us. No matter where we are in this life journey, there is always more with God. His kingdom on earth is a place of equality and respect, truth and justice, peace and harmony, restoration and healing, freedom and empowerment, identity and destiny. It is his heart's desire for us to be with him, and he with us, and for us to live in the victory of his power and authority now, here in this world damaged by evil. He is with us, in us, and we testify of him. As we journey through the mountains and the valleys of this life, he is with us. He has gone before us and is marking out the trail. He said to each and every disciple, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men.
That is, come to Jesus, just as we are. No matter where we are in this life journey, come to Jesus and follow him. He leads us and guides us through this life and gives us a part in his healing and renewing mission. It is God's heart's desire for all people to know who he is and what he has done for them and to be restored to complete wholeness, spiritually, emotionally, mentally and physically. As a disciple of Jesus, having given our total allegiance to him, we have his Holy Spirit within. But yes, it is a daily journey of living in his victory, to be continually surrendered of self-will to that of the Father's will, receiving more of him and being transformed by him. It is out of a transformed heart and mind that we testify of him. It is God who empowers us with his spirit within us to testify of him. And as others come to follow him and give their allegiance to him, disciples are being made. To make disciples is God's strategy in fulfilling his healing and renewing mission. And every disciple of Jesus has a part. He gives everything of himself to us and raises us up as mighty warriors. We have his identity, his victory, his name, his spirit, his power and authority, and his spiritual armour. That same armour that Jesus, the Son of God, wore when he walked the earth as a man. To go deeper into this, please listen to our podcast titled Armour of the Mighty Warrior. So today, it is important that we remember that to live in his truth, experience his love and be transformed in his power, living in this world damaged by evil is a daily journey. A journey where Jesus is with us and within us and around us and has marked out the pathway. Regardless of circumstances, Jesus said, Look, behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. If you have never received Jesus, never said yes to Jesus, and walked in your true destiny, now is the time. Just simply say to Jesus, yes, I receive you as my Lord and Saviour. And from that moment on, you start the incredible journey of being a disciple of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your spirit and your presence within us, around us and in front of us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.